Welcome to the Kyiv Post podcast, where you can tune into stories that give you a deeper understanding of Ukraine. I'm your host, Alina Kent. I'm a multimedia producer and lifestyle journalist here at the Kyiv Post. This week, we're covering the death of the Belarusian dissident Vitaly Shishov, head of the Belarusian house in Ukraine, who was found hanged in a Kyiv park on August 3rd. I'm joined by our staff writer, Alexei Sorokin, who has been closely following the story. Hello. Vitaly Shishov led an NGO that provides assistance to Belarusian refugees fleeing from persecution. While in Ukraine, Shishov organized protests against Lukashenko's regime and appealed to Ukrainian government agencies to promote bills aimed at providing aid to Belarusians in Ukraine. But after leaving his house at 9 a.m. on August 2nd to go for a jog, Shishov never returned. His body was found a day later. Police have launched a criminal investigation, saying that they are looking into a potential murder framed as suicide. Alexei, what do we know about his death as of now? Igor Klemenko, the head of the national police, said during a press briefing that Shishov had certain scratches and had torn skin on his nose, left knee, and chest. Shishov fled from Belarus to Ukraine in the fall of 2020 after participating in countrywide protests against Belarus dictator Alexander Lukashenko. Radion Batulin, Ukraine's Belarusian house deputy head, said that Shishov and his girlfriend were being followed and watched on several occasions. Bajena Zhuluc, Shishov's girlfriend, spoke at a protest in front of the Belarusian embassy on August 3rd. Stop walking around with flowers and signs. Peaceful protests won't solve anything. Yesterday this happened with Vitalik, tomorrow it will happen to you. They don't care. They don't care that we're standing here and yelling. Shishov's death garnered international attention. In Kyiv, around 100 people gathered to protest outside the embassy. Many Belarusians who now fear for their lives, like Igor Kravchenko, a human rights defender and civic activist, now Belarusian political refugee in Kyiv. Before, he felt safe in Ukraine. That has since changed. We ran from Lukashenko's regime because we could have been imprisoned. And after today, it looks like here we can get killed. The regime of Belarus did this, the FSB. There is no doubt about it. This isn't the first time that Belarusian activists have been murdered in Ukraine. Just around the corner of the Belarusian embassy in Kyiv stands the memorial of Belarus-born journalist Pavel Sheremet. He was killed by a car bomb in downtown Kyiv in July 2016. His murder remains unsolved. Sheremet, who fled Belarus in 1997, was a fierce critic of Lukashenko. Other dissidents fleeing Vladimir Putin's Russia have met similar fate. In March 2017, former Russian lawmaker Denis Voronenkov was shot dead in downtown Kyiv. In October of the same year, Amina Kuyva, a high-profile Chechen activist and war veteran, was killed 10 kilometers southwest of Kyiv. Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, the Belarusian opposition leader in Belarus's contested 2020 presidential election, now too a political refugee, tweeted that she was devastated by the news of the death of Vitaly Shishov, that her heart was with his family, and that it is worrying that those who flee Belarus still can't be safe. She also wrote, Belarusians cannot be safe, even abroad, on her Telegram channel. After Shishov's death, President Volodymyr Zelensky ordered law enforcers to provide protection to all Belarusians who arrive in Ukraine during the last year and who may be under threat for their activism. Yet as of now, these are only words. We are yet to see any moves towards making Ukraine a safe place for political refugees. 
The murderous regimes of Lukashenko and Putin won't stop tracking down dissidents and ordering their executions. Today, Belarusian activists, Russian opposition lawmakers and Ukrainian service people are seemingly easy targets. Ukraine needs to reform its security service and prop up its counterintelligence, reform the SBU and conduct a thorough investigation on why Ukraine is so bad at stopping foreign intelligence running around Kyiv murdering people. It's been one year since the Belarusian people took to the streets to peacefully protest against what was widely viewed as a rigged election that kept Belarusian dictator Alexander Lukashenko in power. Lukashenko has been the president of Belarus since 1994 and has crushed all opposition, forcing current opposition leader Svetlana Tikhanovskaya to flee the country. Today there are over 600 political prisoners in Belarus. Activists were tortured in detainment. Thousands of refugees have fled Belarus to Ukraine, Poland and Lithuania. Amid a new wave of raids and arrests directed against journalists and rights activists, more Belarusians have been fleeing from prosecution recently. Yet as we see, Ukraine is not a safe place for them to settle. Belarusians have faced danger far beyond their borders as we've discussed. A day before Shishov's death, Belarusian Olympic athlete Kristina Timanovska claimed she was being forced against her will to leave Tokyo for Belarus after criticizing her coaches at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Timanovska refused orders to fly home and was subsequently granted a humanitarian visa by Poland. Her husband was able to flee Belarus and arrived in Ukraine around the same time. Ukraine needs to prop up its defense, its intelligence, and its commitment to those who seek shelter in Ukraine. That was this week's episode of the Key of Post podcast. I'm your host, Alina Ken. You can subscribe to our podcast on all streaming platforms and follow along on the Key of Post website. Stay safe and subscribe to the Key of Post.